Yeah, sure, the rivet gun is running. Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, and we're rocking and firing this morning from soggy Deer Valley, Arizona. This show's brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender. Things that are real, things that you can touch, and things that you can count on. Protect your tomorrow with something that wasn't born yesterday. Call one 800 951 or you can head out to their website at allamericangold.com. Updated daily with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. We finally got a little water out here in the Valley of the Sun, and, uh, well, people were out frolicking, splashing, taking pictures, movies. The news is 24-7 rain, and, yes, we're all just generally doing the Macarena here. Finally, a little water for the plants. I'm joined with uh, president of Patriot Trading Group, Joe Jaquin, who does this show Let's me sit in as hamburger helper and open it up and throw my two cents worth in every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning. How are you doing? Hey, good morning. I'm just glad to see you today. I wasn't anticipating you being here, so I'm glad you're feeling better, and I'm glad you're here. I wouldn't go that far. I'm uh, just bored, you know. Let me tell you the world I live in. So you're actually not feeling better, because yesterday, I got the phone call yesterday, and Eric and I, we had this thing for years where if we gave each other a call or a text that said, hey, I'm 60-40 for tomorrow. Well, you got to go the first 50-50, I'm coming in tomorrow. Right. Yeah. By 8 o'clock at night, you get a text, 60-40, right. Joe's playing <laughs> poker, or I'm, or I'm out with my softball guys, you know. <laughs> the, the card game's going a little long. Yeah. I'm 60-40 yeah. now. I'm not Once it gets in. to 60-40, it's just you're not showing. Not, that, that was code for not showing up. So when I got that yesterday, I thought, okay, well, he's not going to be here. And uh, then I got a text this morning. Here you are. Man, I'm living the dream. I mean, it finally happened. Something I've been looking forward my whole life. I've been put on a liquid diet. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I was, a, a, you know, worked in the timber industry in the Pacific Northwest. A liquid diet, you know, is uh, uh, tomato juice and Rainier beer for breakfast. <laughs> you know. It's, uh, eh, no. So, apparently, I don't know. I got something wrong with my gizzards. So, you talk about retirement. My doctor, my doctor, Dr. Murphy, he retired, then he came back. Kind of like me, I retired, now I'm back. That you can't sit around. You know, after a while, what do you do? You get bored. You only play golf so much, and everybody else is working. And if your wife wants to keep working, then there's really nothing you can do. And you can't sit around the house. You want to sit around the house. I'm really good at sitting around the house, but the wife isn't really happy about it. I'm, I'm really, really good at it. Right. I turned it into an all-star. I'm good, you know. around the house. The greatest invention ever, like Netflix and stuff. I've watched every documentary there is <laughs> you could possibly imagine. But uh, you can only do that so long. She's looking at you. You know, it's funny. You, ever, you guys, in your younger years when you're married, there's, there's one thing that you learn the hard way, and every husband learns it. You never go home and ask, what did you do today? <laughs> Never. 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 <laughs> His kid's running around, you know, dinner's on, you know. I was a slow learner, <laughs> yeah. but even I have learned that. I don't even ask anymore. So I come home, and, and, and the dishes are everywhere. The houses are right. I don't say a word. Nothing. I just, just, nothing. nothing. Hi. How was your day? How was your day? Let me help you. You really don't mean anything by it either. Hey, no. what'd you do today? But it just doesn't come off good. So so now I'm being paid back for that. <laughs> what'd you what do, you do today? I don't know. So, uh, just as bad, my Dr. Murphy, he works noon to one with an hour off for lunch, so I had to get a new doctor. So, my gizzards hurt, 
You know, I thought, well, maybe a kidney stone. Nobody knows what it is yet. But they said, well, they got to go on a liquid diet, and they put me on some meds so they'd work. And I actually feel pretty good. I'm, uh, I feel good, but uh, I, I think I passed. The, you ever been on a liquid diet? No. All right. Well, well I've drank. All right, yeah, let me you know, preface For a that. couple of days Doctor prescribed liquid diet. <laughs> no, not a, no. So it started Tuesday night. I'm, uh, so anyway, I, I don't know if I passed a stone or not. Uh, I peed so much <laughs> that I'm pretty, you know what it was? I think it was a gear shift knob from a Tonka truck that I swallowed in 1962. <laughs> It finally came out. Is that a Lego? <laughs> what was that say? <laughs> I, I mean, that's what happens when you're on liquid knob. So, so I think I've passed the gear shift knob. So anyway, that's uh, I feel good. But my doctor, guess what? You local people, Chaparral, my new doctor, Chaparral High School graduate. Okay, Ooh, yeah. that's where I graduated from. So, and uh, I was class of '77. He's class of '94. <laughs> had a lot in common but uh you know i'm telling him what to do hey look under here <laughs> that's the wrong code that's so, the wrong code you know it's funny is there's enough separation where he really doesn't know the legend of eric cedar's growth so i don't have to worry too much about any payback <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get this guy my whole life you know i've grown up he dated my sister <laughs> <You're right. laughs> the 12th step you know you go back did, do you and I ever get in a fight or anything? I'm sorry, because if we did, I just want to apologize right now. <laughs> I did something. Hey, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> ah, anyway, 1-800-951-0592. The president, God bless the president of the United States. That's all I can say. Trying to hang on to a semblance of once was this country. Apple now is building. I hear computers were in the U.S. Texas? They've actually, that's not new. It's not new. They, they've okay. been building there. These are, and I, I did this yesterday too. So these are the what Apple builds in Texas. These are super, super high end uh, computers. I think they're for design and things like that. They're like five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars a piece. Uh, it makes up less than one percent of Apple sales. But at least they're taking but a shot. So it's something. It's kind of like when Mitsubishi first came out with. Uh, building cars in illinois and i was there one day and i looked and watched them come in they come in already built what they were doing was washing them in illinois (laughs) (laughs) but anyway god bless the president hope he gets through this uh, round of lunacy try to hang on to a little bit of americana patriot radio news hour we'll be back Thursday, November 21st, 2019, the year of our Lord. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour, wherever you are. We love our podcasters and you people that tune in and listen and all the people on the Internet. Go to uh, 1360khnc.com, and uh, you can listen right there and uh, follow the station. You can follow Joe, and this program's rebroadcasted as well. Or you can go on Facebook and uh, podcast away, and uh, it's becoming quite popular. So the world's changed. I mean... If you look at, uh, you know, when we first started doing this, crackling through the shortwave frequencies in the uh, middle of the night around the world, and uh, it was, you know, considered kind of alternative programming, and the uh, decimation of the country, the colonization of America, and what they've done, and is now mainstream. And I mean, they don't even hide about it. I, you see, Elizabeth Warren actually had the nerve. These are somebody running for president of the United States last night. 
to make a statement saying, I will use taxpayer money to tear down borders on the United States. She's running under this to get elected. Taxpayer money to tear down what Donald Trump had put up. Did you see that? I, I tried not to watch. You talk about the blind leading the stupid. This is, but this is, again, this is, goes back to the division uh, that's here in the U.S. right now. It's crazy. I mean, that's ridiculous. Who could possibly vote for that? You know, and also Ilhan Omar, you know, the oh. turban gal, whatever. She, uh, you probably can't say that. I mean, whatever they call the thing. What do they call that anyway? I don't know. Burka? No, I don't know. Anyway. So, <laughs> sorry. Better play the uh, Eric Cedarstrom. No. They, um, we're laughing that uh, she put, put together a bill yesterday for equal pay for Latinas, which, you know, is fine and dandy, I guess, but wasn't that the whole point? Isn't that the whole point that when this all started and this mass migration was for cheap labor? Now, of course, they're, and we call, they're colonizing everywhere, and it's not just them. I mean, it's just about everybody. The borders are open. Um, there's entire, Joe was telling me, there's entire Somali neighborhoods in Phoenix Yeah, now. here at 35th and Camelback. Yeah, it's a Somali neighborhood. Yep. I didn't know that. Well, that's so. what they do. So uh, when they were letting uh, all the the uh, immigrants, if you will, from the war-torn countries and all those, they, they put them together. They, they send them to cities, and, 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 they make, and, and, and they have housing assistance. Listen, we're paying for the whole thing. Don't kid yourself. We're paying for everything. We're paying for their, their apartment to rent. We're paying for their food, their cell Oh, phones, yeah, everything. All, everything. Everything's And grass, they put them all together. So. This is how, uh, when you're talking about, about Omar, that's how she got elected because for, in, they're in, in Minnesota. They have a, a whole now, almost an entire district that is comprised of mostly all Somalis. This is what most people don't understand. So you bring them in, you bring enough people in, they now become a right. voting. So when, when they become a voting right, entity. Right. So someone is like, how did she get voted in? That's how. It's crazy, that's how. Man. Crazy. Read her tweets. She's out of control. But that's right in the right into the normal thinking for the people that live in her district. You know, we talk about this all the time, the, the lack of assimilation, the lack of uh, indoctrinating yourself into the culture and and this and really when you think about it that's exactly what this breeds you put them all together they don't have to indoctrinate they don't, they don't have do anything. to assimilate so i mean they're just giving this country away and i mean we're at the point now we're at the tipping point i mean it's this is where we're at where they're able to get elected they're able to bring the people in they just come in here and they're able to get elected and they're changing the the the, the direction of the united states of america i mean the fight is real it's real how about ilhan today now she's introduced it. It's called the Hashtag Homes for All Act. Homes for All. And the last time we heard that was George Bush, remember? W. You know, everybody should be all, that was just before the mortgage crisis. Right. But uh, <laughs> remember that? He, he was part of that. But this is just crazy. The green lit, lean light construction of 12 million public and affordable housing units. Create a new vision for the public housing in the United States. Yes, they want to put them in Scottsdale, Arizona, I, I'm and t- I'm not kidding. I'm going to tell you right now, we're building those today. There's apartment complexes going up everywhere. everywhere. The difference is they're not affordable. Oh, God, no. They're, they're not, not affordable, affordable at all. So the minimum wage bills back up again, everything. So now they want she wants to spend $1.2 trillion on public housing on top of the green, uh, the green energy deal. I mean, that's just 
out of control. And this is all part of it, too. The public housing, they want to go back and retrofit them and put solar on them and change the insulation. I mean, you're talking about the, uh, the a gigantic slush fund. You're talking about money that you can't even calculate to go back and do these public housing units. And if you look on a map, and there is a map available of blue dots, I mean, the blue dots start to thin when you uh, get from you know Chicago pretty much west, but they are everywhere. Everything east of that, the, the, the country's covered in blue dots with public housing. So the economic prosperity in this country, the uh, I mean, it's, it's just amazing what's happening. And if they pos- ever possibly get this voted in, which is beyond yours or mine wildest imaginations, you could run for the President of the United States by giving up the sovereignty of the country. It's just out of control. You look at how stupid these people are. Joe Biden. Joe Biden cannot get any dumber. It's absolutely impossible, and he's the perfect candidate. This is the, the lunacy of the whole Trump thing. I mean, you think Trump really is afraid of the impeachment? He really was afraid of Joe Biden. I mean, he loved to take down his idiot son. They need to bring him on yesterday on the impeachment at the Senate, the hearings that, you know, they said, well, why don't you just bring Hunter Biden on and just answer all the questions? They won't call him up. I don't know if you saw this, but they were talking about domestic violence yesterday. At the hearings? You no, know, at uh, the debate. Oh, the debate. The debate. Domestic violence. <laughs> is it a big problem? Well, apparently, yeah, you know, this is, uh, everything's a problem. So, you know, anything that can be handled by the government. So, and, and again, I don't want to downplay that. I mean, it's a legitimate issue. But uh, Joe Biden has a solution. He said this. we got to keep punching at it, punching at it, and punching at it. And I'm not kidding you. Look at him. <laughs> I think Joe Biden should run for president of South Dakota where he can go crystal meth. <laughs> We're on it. We're <laughs> Domestic We're violence. It. Domestic violence. Punch We're punching it. at it. <laughs> I was on the treadmill this morning. I almost fell over. <laughs> it may be one of the funniest statements of all president cab or <laughs> so anyway. So Joe Biden is punching at domestic violence. That was the guy though, you know, it was hauled in four times this this Democrat, four times in front of the judge for domestic violence, and they said, This is your fourth time. What is the problem? And he says, Your honor, she just won't listen. So <laughs> One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I actually heard a realtor ad today. I was listening. I listen to all the radio. I mean, I'm trying to you know take everything in here, figure out the direction, and I can get it out and uh, be somewhat lucid. So you people tune in, listen, and you don't have to. Realtor quoting P.T. Barnum, you know, about you know people who don't see change and blah blah. P.T. Barnum's favorite quote. This is how dumb everything's getting. P.T. Barnum is known for. Do you know what he's known for? The most famous statement? There's a sucker born every Government, minute. Right. Right. That's right. And I was hearing this guy's advertising a new realtor platform, commission-free platform, and he's quoting P.T. Barnum. I'm like, you know who gets sued? The funny thing about real estate transactions is I have a real Arizona real estate license, and, of course, my wife, we talk about it every morning. She's very busy. That, uh, you know who gets sued in the transaction? It's the seller. I mean, they are like 97% of the lawsuits are the sellers that get sued. You didn't disclose. Didn't disclose this, or this was wrong, or that was wrong, or you lied, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you can't get around it. You need, actually need good representation. And they're trying to get rid of that. You know, they're trying to make it all 
where you can just click a button and buy a house. And, I mean, the whole thing is just crazy what's happening. But uh, little by little, I guess the uh, the mechanization of the America and the country and the world, you know, I don't know if you can stop it, the artificial intelligence. I mean, is everything just going to be a click of a button? Everything? You know, I still refuse to use those, uh, even though it's getting tougher, I refuse to use those automatic checkout kiosks. You know, I'll actually wait in line within reason. You know, I mean, if I have one or two things, because, you you know, they're easy to run. I like know? to do that as well, So, but, but sometimes I just can't. No, you just can't. You look and there's... There's only one checker that that is. They purposely picked the person that they interviewed for the tornado. <laughs> it's always some toothless person that's from a uh, mobile home park. That yeah, the trailer took it this way and that way. That's the person they put at the check register, and they do it on purpose to create a line so you'll go use the kiosk. How about that? So wow, that makes sense. Yeah, of course it does. So, and every time I hear the Zelensky. I can't help but think Tommy Boy. Raymond Zelinsky, the auto parts king. <laughs> Is that bad? We make car parts right. <laughs> for the American people, built by the American, American people. Thanks, Ray. So that's it. every time I hear Zelinsky, I think of that. Of course, you know, it's a much different uh, preface today. one 800 I'm Eric Cedar-Strum uh, limping along here. It's uh, the water wars have started. I met a guy. That says, "Well, what do you do?" He goes, "I." He goes, "I. I handle water." I said, "Well, what does that? What does that mean?" You handle water. Handle water. He goes, "Yeah, I'm in the water business." I'm like, "Oh, you drill it?" No. He goes, "I. I find it." I go, "Water witcher?" You know, you walk around with, with a, the sticks. Yeah, or the, the sticks. The rods. And, yeah. No. He says, "You know, when you build a, when you put a subdivision in, in Arizona, the law is that you can't get a building permit." Unless you have a 100-year water supply. You can guarantee water for 100 years. Nobody really paid much attention to that. But now that they're doing all this high-density building, it's becoming an issue. The water tables are dropping. Wells are going dry. You know, the quote-unquote climate change, it hasn't changed. I mean, you know, you get dry years, you get wet years. We just had three inches of rain at my house. The climate has not changed. And let's face it, this has been a desert Right. It right. can't support all these people. Las it's, Vegas can't support right, all the people. At some point, you got to say, okay, that's it. You're full. Everybody points to Lake Mead. It's just dropping. Yeah, it's, you know, granted, the, the, the rain falls. You get, they ebb and they flow. and you get. It's called weather. And, you know, we've been through this before. If you're a new listener, whenever you hear climate change, replace it with weather. Right. Whenever you hear the word weather, replace it with climate Remember change. Remember the Dust Bowl, right? right. So, know, yeah, things happen. Right. The Climate Change Channel, you can go look at it. So you can watch the climate change man at five o'clock. Okay, that's what they need. You know what? <laughs> right. To to challenge. They won't do it to rival the weather channel. Right, the climate change. The climate guy. change channel. One of my favorite was remember that show Dinosaurs? Not the mama, not the mama. <laughs> One of the episodes, the TV's on in the back, and the guy's doing the weather, and he goes, "Yes, next week it's going to get colder. The week after that, it's going to get colder and colder." He's forecasting the ice age. I mean, it was brilliant. <laughs> And you wouldn't if you didn't catch it. You, I mean, you just miss it. But now that's climate change. So, but uh, you know, I'm just laughing. And again, we talked about Venice. Oh, climate change is drowning Venice. Yeah, it still hasn't hit 1966 flood levels. But so, when it's just, your spokesman is a 13 year old child. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's just ridiculous. And all it is is a tax. They think taxing right. is going to fix it. That's all they really want to do. Right. And that's what's funny. The people out there with, with their sides and right. their outrage, they don't really get what they really want to do, which is just tax. That's all. The, that's all. It's not solving anything. They're not going to close down something. They just want to tax it. Well, in the Green New Deal, to retrofit everything and put solar and blah, blah, I forget what else, insulation and, you know, make the public housing, ultimately every house will have to do it, you know. So, you know, water. Front page Arizona. Moving Colorado River water from farms to cities spurs a fight. And this is what this this gentleman meant. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, if they want to put a housing development in out in Buckeye, I said, well, you got to find a water line to it? He goes, no, I just have to find water. I go, well, like where? He goes, pick a spot. I go, Nebraska? Yeah. Yeah. I have to secure water in Nebraska, water rights, so they can get a building permit over here. This is how crooked the whole thing's Securing become. Securing water rights. Right, for builders. So now a private company in, and the town of Queen Creek are proposing a water deal that will leave 485 acres of farmland permanently dry near the Colorado River and send the water used on that land to the fast-growing Phoenix suburb. This one they actually are. Oh, Queen Creek is booming. Unbelievable. Booming. 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 Yes. Where do you think all the people? There, but it's booming. Where do you think all the people are moving to that are sneaking into this country? Where do you think they go? They're all here. We'll talk about the water wars. Remember, whiskey is for drinking. Water is for fighting. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. A climate change analysis is now required for most new projects initiated by the National Forest System, an agency of the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This new rule is now requiring speculation about the product's impact on climate and the inclusion of this speculation in what is called an environmental assessment. For example, if the government proposes even a small forest clearing project of pine trees, the assessment must include a discussion of the climate change supposedly caused by the project. Note the emphasis on the term climate change. This term is different from those scary words, global warming, that we've been hearing for years. The claim that the earth has been rapidly warming has been discredited, but the liberals and environmentalists do not want to give up their expensive goals, so they tell us that the real problem is climate change. Now, of course, the climate is always changing. No one can deny that. The climate may warm by a degree one year and cool by a degree the following year with no overall significant impact. It's virtually impossible to disprove whether man-made energy use is or is not causing climate change. So litigation over this issue is spreading rapidly through the courts. Under this new government requirement, a project cannot begin until its impact on climate change is assessed and evaluated. There have been 163 state and federal court decisions citing global warming. 
That makes it difficult to eliminate this liberal theory, even though it is politically motivated and scientifically flawed. In one case this year, the court did allow a very small forestry project to go forward because the project involves only a small amount of land and the project was to thin rather than clear-cut trees. So at least the judges are starting to rule against the more extravagant demands of the environmental extremists. But watch out, the environmentalists have not gone away. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. In 2016, the conservative movement lost one of our strongest leaders, but Mrs. Schlafly's work and her voice continue through this radio program, our work in Washington, and the influence you have in your own community. Be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. We encourage you to bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Hey, it's halftime here on this 21st day of November 2019. Thanks for tuning in. A 933 in the Valley of the Sun. Might get a little more rain here today. So, anyway, we need it, and life is good. Joe, you still got to laugh. You know, they did a thing this morning also that, uh, talk about rewriting history. They're trying to say, if you just listen to the radio, and if you're a kid or if you're, you know, here's what happens. You get older, you start working, you know. You, you, you got liberal ideas when you're a kid or you're in college until they start taxing you. <laughs> right? You get a job, they start taxing you, and you're like, well, what's this? You're, you're a liberal until you start making money. Right. Then you get your first phone bill in the mail, and it's like, well, what's all this fees and that fees? And, you know, why do I have to give homeless minute. people I, a I, cell right, phone? I, and, I, I signed up. The plan was only twenty nine ninety five a month. Why is the bill sixty three dollars? Right. It's like what? What doesn't make any sense to me? That's that's how you start becoming conservative. Unless you're working for the government, then you want the government, big government. You want higher taxes because without higher taxes, you can't get a raise, and you understand that. But if you're part of half the country that uh, you go has to go out and grind it out and pay taxes and work, you start listening like I don't get all this. You know, well, they start listening to the radio. You know, and they—that's how we all find them. You know, and you get younger people. I love it when you get them. I just started listening to you. My dad told me to listen, or whatever. I've been doing this for years, and uh, but you, you hear things. You know, they're just rewriting history. So today, I heard Black Friday, a Ford dealer here in town. Uh, Black Friday started in 1952. Okay. Well, you know, so I looked it up. Yeah, if you Google it, it says it started in 1952. Okay. That's what the internet says. That's yeah. what the internet says. Come on. Do you, uh, I grew up in Iowa, okay, before color television. Right? I mean, everything was still black and white. We have old black and white movies of Thanksgiving, okay, the the, uh, the Super 8 projectors, and they go, they run, you know, no sound. I mean, that's how old I am. And um, I don't ever remember my mother running out Friday morning. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. I and don't they, remember they, any neighbor. Ab- let me tell you right now, they absolutely weren't going out Thanksgiving night. Never. No, everything was closed. It was all part of this great country. Of course, now Thanksgiving is a racist holiday. They're going to get rid of it. I want you to, I want, it's just as sure as I'm broadcasting this that anyone who, who celebrates Thanksgiving eventually in this country will be vilified. See, you're going to be another yep. one of these great crazy predictions predictions from eric you'll be vilified this and this is what i hate your crazy predictions always happen i know 
Yeah, it may live long enough to see it. I mean, I, they, you know how much I love Thanksgiving and the backup turkey. I mean, my a, favorite holiday. AM talk radio, too. Should I talk about new people listening? They know that's where they get educated. They want to shut that down. When they get control, and they will, because they just keep importing the voters. Matter of fact, I mean, there's an article in the paper today. Bear with me. I found it buried in the back here that uh, Bloomberg spending 15 to 20 million to register a half a million voters. New York billionaire Michael Bloomberg's rolling out plans to spend an estimated 15 million to 20 million on a voter registration drive of his own money designed to weaken President Donald Trump's reelection chances in five battleground states. The new effort will target 500,000 voters from traditionally underrepresented groups. Traditionally, they are not underrepresented. I want you to get the word minority out of your head. Get it out of your head. Because it's you. (laughs) And that's what's happening. So when you hear that, underrepresented minority groups that typically lean Democratic, including Africans, Americans, Latinos, Asians, and young voters... The drive will begin early next year in Arizona, Michigan, North Carolina, Texas, and Wisconsin. You believe that? This was the Wild West. Arizona and Texas. Yeah, Arizona and Texas. This is how fast the blue guys are coming in. Oh, man, they're coming. You talk about, you were just saying, Queen Creek. and I mean, the division just here. And I'll guarantee you, I just want you know, I don't know if there's any way to say this. It's not a racist statement because they, the other side is going to take over. You can just count on it. They're not going to be nearly as kind as we were. Just remember that. So, so anyway, that's you know, it's right. That's in the Arizona Republic page two. Look it up. You want to call me a racist? Call me a racist. That's what Bloomberg wants to do. The paper says by name, and I'll read it again, Include going after including African-Americans, Latinos, and Asians. So, just crazy. Well, they forgot the Cubans and the Dutch-Irish. Yeah. I mean. So, I don't know. I mean, it's just nuts. Today in history, I love some of them. Some are really good. How about this? 1927, six striking miners were killed at the Columbine Mine in North Co- northern Colorado when they were fired on by state police. How about that? What? Yeah, 1927. Oh, okay. So, yeah, six striking miners. So, I guess they were ordered back to work, and they said, <laughs> they said no, I ain't going. <laughs> In northern Colorado, of course, if you read, go to Weld County's, go to the, the Weld County uh, site, the county site itself, and read the history. They originally figured Weld County was uninhabitable unless you were a buffalo. So, so by 1927, they had to send police way up to northern Colorado. By the time they got up there, they were pretty well liquored up and upset. <laughs> so, <laughs> they wanted to go. They, they're like, I got to hurry up and catch the stagecoach back before I got to stay another day. Here's one. I'll bet Lyndon Johnson never thought that the uh, outcome of this. In 1967, Lyndon Johnson signed the Air Quality Act, which, uh, you know, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of changes there he put forth. A lot of money. Think about it the price ends. of Freon. It never ends. You could, right? you could the charge. Quality Act of 1967. You could charge your uh, R12 1967 Camaro air conditioner for about 83 cents. Now, R12, you got to steal, you got to smuggle it in from Mexico. <laughs> and if you do get it, it's, you know, because of the like Clean a, Air Act. <laughs> hey, buddy. 
Now they got an AR-12. AR-12. Now the R-43, I think, is gone. They're getting a whole new one. They love this deal. You know, don't think that Union Carbide ain't behind it all. Oh, yeah. The lobbying, because it makes the product they have Listen, worth a fortune. We've so, got a product. It's R87. Right. That is half as bad for the environment right. as the old one. Right. It'll just cost 12 times as much. Right, yeah. It costs, and, and the old stuff we got now that we've been stockpiling for right. years, as we release it, it's going to bring hundreds and hundreds of dollars <laughs> per ounce because the old systems run on it. It's crazy. It's it's happening again right now as we speak. And again, it's all part of the Clean Air Act and the environmentalists. So, oh, anything else? 1980, 87 people died in a fire at the MGM Grand Hotel in Las Vegas. You were just a kid, but I remember that. I so don't remember that. Jumping out of the windows and stuff. Crazy. Wow. I don't ever like get high-rise. We stayed... Somewhere uh, near Johnstown, Lori and I and Robbie had come up. We stayed at a Holiday Inn. It's one of those express ones. Is that why you're so smart? Yeah, 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 I'm smarter. And we were on, like, the fifth floor. The fire alarm went off at 2 o'clock in the morning. We had to run down the stairway and stand out in the parking lot in the snow at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Slept really well that night. Did you think we got any money back for that? No. Patriot Radio News Hour. The blind is leading the stupid. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. Joe Jaquin. We'll be back. Hey, that's Gr- Greg Ullman. Of course, they say Ronnie Van Zant from Leonard Skinner, lead singer, when they went down. They went down in 77 and plane crash. Said Ronnie Van Zant stole his style from, from Greg Ullman. Really? Yeah, they were a lot alike, but definitely... Different, I think. Uh, so. I don't know if I buy that one. But. Yeah, yeah, it's a hard one, but maybe at first. So the Southern Rock, right? Movie, the Southern you know, Rock, Marshall movement, yeah. Tucker, and right. all those guys. Thirty-eight Special, yeah. Leonard Skinner, you know, Ronnie Van Zandt. He was, he was great. He was excellent. So what There's a, a great documentary that uh, every once in a while HBO or Showtime will run about about Leonard Skinner. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. It's fun to watch him learn. If you don't uh, learn history, you're uh, well, you're doomed to repeat it. Didn't we do it? We were talking about McDonald's during the break, but where's something? Oh, last. Oh, yeah, the CEO of McDonald's had to step down last week, right? Yeah, because he had he, trouble with the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the work The dishwasher got fired, too. Don't worry right, about it. Yeah, it's the consensual relationship deal. Now, listen, hey, Big Macs are going to get a lot more expensive. McDonald's is being sued by its own employees for failure to address workplace violence. And no, they're not talking about the violence between employees. No, that McDonald's isn't doing enough to protect them, their employees against the customers, specifically saying the new remodels where all the uh, kiosks, I guess, have been added to get rid of the cashiers and McDonald's has uh, uh, left a too big of an opening for p- angry customers to, to get through the counter. The counters are too low. They can just jump over them and beat us up. Uh, they're, they're Wait a minute. Ho, 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 hold the phone here. So they're saying that one of the problems and why they're doing the kiosk is because of crime? Because they're being assaulted by angry customers when they get the orders wrong. You know, I get that. I ordered a nine-piece McNugget once, and I only got eight. I beat the crap out of the guy. Over the wall, I went, give me that McNugget. So McDonald's is headquartered in Chicago. This is where the lawsuit has been filed. 
they also provided some incredible uh, information just in Chicago. Every single day, at least 2911 calls from McDonald's over customer violence. <laughs> Every day? Every day. Wow. wow. Now, can you imagine these? I have yet to use the kiosk, right? You know, I don't really go to McDonald's very often, but. If they punched it in wrong, right? You know, I wanted my hamburger. Oh, you know, yeah. And, they, and you didn't give me, you know, well, hey, I just put in what you ordered. And, you know. Idiocracy, here we come. But, yeah, they said these new remodels, they want McDonald's to stop the remodels right now and go back and, I guess, shrink the openings, raise the countertops at all the stores, and it's too easy access. It's idiocracy. You know, the movie where she's beating up the Carl's Jr. kiosk, the uh, kiosk itself shoots tear gas at her. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to happen here, yeah. Unless you got a line here, we're just this gas you all. So you're working at McDonald's. Bulletproof glass. Oh, it's coming. It's going to be like a check cashing store. Remember Hammer and Hank Paulson? We haven't mentioned him in a long time. Oh, yeah, Remember? he was the he was the best. Yeah, he was a guy handing out, out money to everybody. He, he started really. He was the the instigator along with. Uh, uh, Janet Yellen with quantitative easing, and remember, he Wall Street wasn't going to go open on Monday, and he came out with the two-page executive letter saying right. we needed seven hundred and fifty billion dollars by Monday. Right, or it wouldn't Wall Street Wall wasn't going to open? Gold went up a hundred dollars that morning. Right. By the way, hundred. We were on the air reading that letter, so <laughs> we actually could read the whole thing because there was only two pages. And it actually cost a guy. A uh, guy went to jail over that day. Remember that. One of our suppliers who was... Oh, yeah. See, what happens is a lot of time when the gold business is really busy, it has a tendency because the suppliers are buying so much gold that they have to short it in case it falls. They have to protect the gold they have. So we had one of our suppliers who did hundreds of millions of business. He ended up going to jail over it, but uh, he shorted gold on Friday before the Hammer and Hank letter came out. Because he had so much gold in stock, he had to protect it if it fell. And it went up $100. I'll never forget the phone call. What's gold doing? He just got out of the dentist. I go, uh, up 107 What? <laughs> Remember that? Gold's up 107 today. You picked the wrong day yeah. to go to the dentist. He goes, no, really. He's laughing. I go, yeah, I'm not laughing. So you're lucky you got through. So anyway, Hank Paulson, he... uh. Former Treasury Secretary, did you know that there were there were calls? Is this a Trump thing? I don't know. You're on this more than I am. That they want to delist Chinese companies here That's in America. One of the proposals out there. Okay, now who's proposing that? Is that a, is that a liberal thing or a conservative thing? I can't that was tell one of the uh, non-confirmed. You know the 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 rumor mills of people talking about. Okay, what could we do to get China to comply? Oh. And someone floated the idea of delisting, of delisting for the trade for the trade. Right. Got so, it. so Got and actually, it was actually the, Trump talked about it. Uh, Lighthizer talked about. It. I mean, they actually did. They they absolutely talked about it. Uh, and of course, today all kinds of conflicting news on trade. Since you brought it up. Uh, last night, when Trump was in, uh, in Texas with Apple, he put out, you know, like he likes to tweet, and he does the tweet saying, "Hey, listen, China's not playing ball. 
China's not playing ball. Uh, gold start, gold was starting to run again. The futures were falling. And then somebody else, I think it was the Wall Street Journal, came out and reported, no, 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 China's inviting them for another meeting uh, over Thanksgiving, uh, before Thanksgiving, and it's going to be fine. And now uh, another report just came out saying uh, China's like, well, wait a minute. Uh, all that was old. We, the the Senate or the House passed the Hong Kong uh, censure yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Now China's all mad. Isn't saying, that crazy? Right. If the president signs it, that's it. No trade deal at all. I mean, just wow. crazy stuff happening. But yeah, so one of the things to try to get China to comply would be you can't list any companies here, and none of our funds can invest over there. I can see the Maastricht Treaty and globalism flying out the window as we speak. Of course, the wars, the next wars are going to be economic wars. They're already here. Final segment. Patriot Radio News Hour continues. Wishing for a Christmas mortgage miracle? Patriot Trading Group wants to make your wish come true. Just enter to win on Family Values Radio website, and you can enjoy your mortgage paid for all of 2020. That's right. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, where if you win, you'll have all kinds of extra money the entire year for a vacation, new clothes, new giant screen TV with whole home audio, whatever else may be on your wish list, because the winner will receive their mortgage or rent payments covered for all of 2020. To enter, go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and click on the banner. Enter once each day to increase your chances to win and look for bonus entry opportunities. That's FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest sponsored by Patriot Trading Group. Contest ends December 20th. See our website for details. Final segment. Patriot Radio News Hour. You hear the break here on KXXC 1010 here in Phoenix. Uh, Patriot Trading Group's going to pay off your mortgage. How about that? Uh, that's pretty well, let, deal, let, so. let's clarify. Uh, yeah, I'm not paying off. No, it's an insurance arbitrage thing, but it's okay. So but you're I, I am a nice guy. You're sponsoring it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're not. So you're just sponsoring the payoff. So. Yes. Okay. I'm not actually making the payoff. Dang, I thought I could win. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be looking for a guy that lives in a cardboard hut that owes right. about eight bucks on it. <laughs> He's our winner right there. <laughs> I'm going, you, not you, not you. You know, with everything that's facing the world today, this is what's happening. This is part of the Green Deal, OAC, Omar, I mean, everybody. But yesterday in Atlanta, former President Barack Hussein Obama said that addressing global economic inequality, pay attention to this, global economic inequality is key to fighting climate change. Obama was a keynote speaker at Sustainable Building Conference, Green Build in Atlanta, where he participated in a question-and-answer session with Mahesh Ramanamajam, the president and CEO of the U.S. Green Building Council. Ramanamajam, I can't say it, asked Obama what he believes to be the most compelling issue in the world today. And Obama said climate change and global economic inequality. Now, laugh it off. Go ahead, laugh it off. Oh, these are just green liberals. Nobody's paying attention to these people. Yeah, well, here's a breaking story for you. ExxonMobil announced they are accelerating their biggest asset sales ever with plans to divest up to $25 billion in oils and gas fields immediately in Europe, Asia, and Africa. Wow. Hello. They're getting out. Exxon is liquidating. 
Yeah, I don't know who the hell's going to pay for it. You have any idea how much electricity is? You think gas is expensive, and it's the only way it's going to work. Gas can't be, wait till everybody's divesting and they start taxing the, the gasoline even more and the gasoline companies and the stockholders and everybody. It'll be $150 for a gallon of gas, but don't worry. You can go the same distance on $140 with a taxed electricity. You know, here's so. a great case in point. Oil's $58. Halliburton is laying people off in their oil fields. Right. ExxonMobil saying, we're getting out. And, and the answer really, it, it's simple. Hey, we can't make money at this price. All the all the regulation they're putting down our throats and all the climate change stuff, and, they, you know, just to get a barrel of oil out of the ground, uh, you know, apparently cost... $58 or more because they, they're they they're getting out. They're laying people off. You know, people don't believe it's coming either, but especially in the rural areas or you're up somewhere and you're not in town, but the electric cars are everywhere here. Everywhere. I mean, granted, the rich electric cars up in the rich parts of the valley, but the country's going this way. They're going this way. You understand that if you don't go for green climate change, you're a racist! Do you understand that? Do you, do you yeah, hear well, what it's global inequality? Global if inequality. Board. If you use gasoline engines, it's global inequality from our ex-president. You understand that they're doing everything to get rid of the president we have right now. He's under scrutiny. He's under prosecution. He's under everything. They want him gone because this is at the threshold. The country's at the precipice of this right now. Call Patriot Trading Group. While you still can, because if the electricity goes off, not only can't you shop, but you can't drive anywhere. You'll have to get on your horse and go barter with gold and silver to get groceries and doctor bills. God bless all y'all. See you next Tuesday, unless this kidney stone kills me dead. Bye now.